Welcome to the weekly podcast, Stand Strong. I'm Paul White. And I'm Noah Dieselkamp. Together, we look to God's Word to find energy and encouragement to fuel our faith. When our trust in Jesus is firm, we'll be amazed what God can do and accomplish in our lives. So let's turn to the wisdom in God's Word, a true and trusted source that is going to help us stand strong. Let's dig in. Good morning, good morning, Noah. Welcome into the studio season three podcast. Uh, People who pray, and we're talking this morning about being devoted to prayer. Yes, absolutely. I'm looking forward to this uh, this first full episode of of season three. That that first episode was kind of an introduction, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting in a little bit richer, a little bit deeper uh, study today as we talk about being devoted to prayer. That language or that idea, Noah, of devoted to prayer is just all over Scripture, just a few in the New Testament. Quickly in Acts 2, 42, we see that they were devoted to prayer. In Colossians 4 and verse 2, devote yourselves to prayer. In Romans 12 and verse 12, steadfast in prayer. That's the idea of being devoted in praying this one is one that most people are aware of, First Thessalonians 5, 17, the pray without ceasing. But I like Ephesians 6, 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. So clearly when we're talking about being a people who are devoted to prayer, that is a concept, that is language that we find in the New Testament that the apostles were wanting people in the first century to understand. We still need that desperately in the 21st century. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I heard you say at one point in a different discussion that people devoted to God will naturally be devoted to prayer. And if we're going to dig into that concept a little bit, it reminded me of Psalm 145, verse 18. The psalmist says, The Lord is near all who call on Him, to all who call on Him in truth. God is faithfully devoted to us. And that's that's evident in the fact that He is He's attentive to our prayers, like he'll listen to us. And his devotion to us should just further strengthen our devotion to him. And prayer, as we're going to talk about, is going to be a key part of developing that trust in him and that devotion to him. So let's get right into a question. You know, we're talking about people who are devoted to prayer, but why is it, Noah, your thoughts on this, why are we not, as Christians, regular, quote, church-going folks, and people who study their Bibles and really do care about God and have a relationship with God and care about God's people. But, you know, why is it sometimes we're just not as devoted to prayer as we know we should be? You know, there's probably a lot of reasons, um, and it's going to be different for everybody. You know, we all have our reasons, sometimes excuses, for not being truly devoted to prayer. But one that I think Scripture acknowledges as being a really strong barrier to prayer is the idea of being discouraged and even perhaps losing sight of the love and the goodness of God. You may have referenced it already, I don't remember, but in Luke chapter 18, he tells a parable And he says, we're specifically told it was to the effect that they should pray and not lose heart. Mm -hmm. The parable is about that persistent widow who receives justice from an unjust judge because she didn't lose heart and she was persistent. And the comparison that's made is if she could receive that from an unjust judge, how much more will you receive from your father 
the things that you need. I think that that's an acknowledgement that discouragement, even sometimes just losing sight of the characteristics of God, is a very real obstacle, perhaps an even an understandable obstacle to prayer. And yet Jesus says, you need to pray and not lose heart. Discouragement is such a such an effective tool of the devil to mm-hmm. just discourage us. He, he understands the power of prayer and the power in that relationship to just abide in him, in the Father, and speak to him in prayer. And yet we just get discouraged at times. Yep. And that's a big deal. Distractions. I mean, that, that's one yes. thing I immediately thought about. So much out there that distracts us, that just keeps us. I mean, at the end of the day, we discovered, oh, ex- except for mealtime, uh-oh, you know, just hadn't carved out this time. Right. haven't committed myself to doing this. But I-, I jotted this down, Noah. It speaks volumes to me sometimes. This One of the reasons maybe we're not as devoted to our praying as we should be is perhaps sometimes we're praying to a God we don't really know about people we don't really know. And again, that sounds really, really harsh and it sounds really critical and condemning, but I'm trying to look at it in a very positive light. I mean, grow your knowledge of God, get to know God better. When you talk about, look, I can speak freely with my earthly father. Yes, 55 years old, you know, for 55 years, this relationship I had with him. But when you get to to know someone, when you grow in the, your relationship with them and the intimacy is there, you th- the ability to speak freely, yeah. to speak confidently, that's what God wants from His people, from His children, is that confidence that we can speak freely, come with boldness, yeah, not arrogance or pride, but boldness. Like, Father, you want to hear from me. Yeah. You long for me to be in your presence. And so sometimes we're, we're just not as devoted because we're trying to pray to a God we don't really know about people we don't really know. That is absolutely true. And it connects to something that, that I had been thinking about that is an obstacle. And that is that, you know, sometimes even though we don't want to admit it, when, when we try to pray, we feel kind of awkward because we, we don't really know how to pray, what to pray. And I think that some of that stems from the fact that we're we're not knowledgeable enough, or perhaps a better way to put it is we don't have an intimate enough relationship with the with God. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, we're praying to a God that we we don't really know. And if we're trying to communicate with somebody that we don't really know, we're gonna have trouble communicating. We're gonna feel awkward. We're we're gonna not know how do how do we phrase things, how do we say things? And sometimes we get so caught up in the in those kinds of minutiae that we we lose sight of the fact that, you know, we just need to focus on this is my relationship with God. And that can be a really, really surprisingly prevalent and strong uh, obstacle to being devoted to prayer is if every time we go to pray, we're like, uh, I, uh, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to approach God, right? And I think we're going to talk about that a little bit more detail later in the season, but just acknowledging now, that's that's a real obstacle for a lot of us. Yeah. One of the things someone recommended to me years and years ago about prayer, I, I thought it was good. It worked for me on some level, and I'm going to tell you it was awkward. It was hard. But here's what someone said to me. Look, when you discover as you're trying to grow in your prayer life, when you're trying to deepen your prayer life, and, and you get to this point where you're praying and it's, it's one of those occasions, it's one of those days, and you're like, um, this is really hard, 
and I feel really uncomfortable and I just want to stop because it's getting hard. I feel uncomfortable. It's awkward. So when you hit that wall, when you're in that moment, get out a sheet of paper and write down mm-hmm. what's going on. And, and it's not a sheet of paper write down in like 30 seconds or even a minute. You need to sit there for a while. What's really going on? And what I discovered, and others who have done this have said this as well, you begin to jot things down like, I don't know God like I thought I knew God. And one of the aspects of this prayer is just the the praise part of prayer, besides the petition and the gimmies and asking of the Father. And that's um, very much a part of prayer. But if you're just talking to God about God, well, you discover, I can't talk to God about God very long because, oh, I need to get to know him better. But here was a real one for me. This, I I feel guilty. And man, I didn't want to put guilt down on that sheet of paper. Who wants to stare at the sheet of paper that says guilt? Yeah. I can easily pray for my food. I can easily talk to the father about a sick child or a sick parent or something like that. But when I sit there and I just want to speak intimately with the father about what's going on in my life, I don't want to talk to him about it because I feel guilty telling him. Now, think about this. Here's guilt on the sheet of paper, and you feel it's awkward for you to tell God what he already knows. Yeah. But for me, it's like, I don't want to talk out loud about that, or I don't want to speak to the Father about that. Well, oh, he already knows. Yeah. So, you know, deepening your prayer life is going to help reveal things to you and help you to purge some things out of your mind and your heart and your life that have no place there. And again, I'm not talking about people who are bent on doing wrong, people who don't care about righteousness and serving the Lord. But look, we get stuck on stuck sometimes. Yeah. And so to develop that relationship and to move into an area of intimacy and prayer, to not get defeated or distracted uh, by discouragement or other things in prayer, get to the root reasons. What's really going on? Why don't I want to spend so much time with the Father? And that wrestling with that and dealing with that, it's going to be difficult. There's no two ways about that. There's no hedging that. It's just, it's going to be difficult because you're not just wrestling you're wrestling with yourself. You're you're having to overcome the the pride and the self consciousness, so that you can fully open up to again the Father who already knows. He yes. already knows. Uh, just a minute ago, you mentioned being distracted, and I want to swing back by that on our way through here because I think we're about to move on. We get busy. 21st century America, we get busy. We're running from point A to point B. And when we're not running from point A to point B, we're generally trying to find some way to relax, veg out, zone out, et cetera, because we feel so busy and so stressed. And the fact is that when we're busy and when we're distracted, we are not going to find or make time for prayer. It is never going to become a habit if we are going to spend our lives busy and distracted. So I think this is a good point to ask you, what can we do to begin making prayer a habit, something that we just habitually do? And I don't, again, I don't mean habitually in the sense of this rote mechanicalness, but how do we start creating the positive habit of of resorting to prayer in, in everything and at all times. Yeah. So I mentioned that, you know, sheet of paper, that exercise, you know, it doesn't work for everybody. I, I think that's a good thing. Trying to get to the root issues, trying trying to help us to see some things and to acknowledge some things that, that are there that we didn't really know were there. 
that are keeping us from being devoted or less than devoted. Again, this habit, making prayer a priority. I mean, the obvious thing is just set a time in a special place. I mean, carve out some time. Look, I can tell you that, that, that there are some people that are listening to this that are not morning people. <laughs> they are not morning people. That's okay. You know, that this language, you know, three times a day and early morning, you know, mid-afternoon, late evening, but there's no special time or place. But what, what I know will work for me, uh, I am a morning person. I prefer to start my day by committing things to my father. Uh, that puts me in a place where I acknowledge his presence. I know he's there, but I acknowledge I've got life today. Thank you. And I acknowledge that you are in my life. You're supreme in my life. And then I talk to you about the things that I know I'm up against that day. And, and so, you know, I've carved out a time in the morning because I'm a morning person that I devote myself to that. So, you know, making that a habit, you know, for some people who are not used to doing these things, look, it's 30 days at least. Mm-hmm. Make that a routine, and then that becomes a very natural, normal thing. So, just setting a special time, special place where you can be alone, be quiet. If you got kids, you know you've got to make sure that you, that that's <laughs> tough. That's tough. Yeah. You know, is it early, early morning? Jesus got up a great while before day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's setting a special time, special place. Yeah, absolutely. Something that I think pairs well with that that will also help us in our prayer life and. This is going to seem like, you know, such a such an quote unquote easy answer, but read scripture. Our prayer life will improve as we read more and more of God's word. And admittedly, that is a habit in and of itself that is difficult to establish, to establish a regular routine of being in God's word. But if we're willing to make that time to sit down and, and really read scripture, the stories of God's people, the stories of his faithfulness, the words of Jesus, the words of his apostles, if we're willing to take the time to, to really sit down and read those things, I think we're going to find a couple of things that will help our prayer life. Because first of all, we're going, to, we're going to begin to grow a greater appreciation for God's love and his faithfulness. Because as we see his story throughout history, we're going to naturally begin to appreciate that more. And that is going to give us a better understanding of God. And it's going to give us more things to talk to him about and to, to, to trust in him about as well. And when we see how God's people have relied on him throughout time, that will strengthen our desire and our ability to trust him and rely on him ourselves. And that's a big part of prayer is just laying ourselves at his feet and saying, God, I don't know, (laughs) but you do. You do. Right. You know, I'm hearing you say, and I like that. I like that. It's just setting yourself up to succeed. So, you know, I've mentioned, you know, prayer journals, you know, but anyway, you talked about prayers that we can see in Scripture. Well, you could set yourself up to succeed succeed by jotting down in your, quote, prayer journal, those prayers of Scripture that you can read, that you can study, and then, you know, commit to the Father, you you know, speak to the Father about those things, pray those prayers, uh, make them personal to you, applicable to you. But it's also keeping track of the people. Listen, we, we need to talk to God about God. Absolutely. Praise Him. Uh, adore Him. We need to give Him thanks. But also, we're, we're committing to God certain people. 
and we're making petitions to God in regards to people. So what's going to set me up to succeed as I'm devoting myself to God in prayer in regards to other people is just have them down on that journal. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, especially as you get older, you know, you, you, you want to make sure that those are people that are regularly a part of your praying. Yeah. And I want to be devoted to prayer as it relates to what those people need from the Lord. Yeah. That idea of being devoted to prayer, I love the idea of keeping track of people and things that need to be prayed about, need to be brought before the Lord. But part of that idea of being devoted to prayer is also that prayer is not our last resort. It is our first resort. Amen. Amen. So I, I have a challenge here. And it's a challenge that I'm I'm trying to do myself, and I am not very good at. But it's one that I think will help us really start to to see our relationship with God as as our first line of spiritual defense, because it is. And here it is: social media. A lot of us spend a lot of time taking in all sorts of media, news and television and newspapers and social media. All of these things. We have all of these news outlets and social media sites that are that are inundating us with information, right? What I want to challenge us to do and what I really want to do is I want us to reframe our media use. Here's what I mean by that. So we we watch the news or uh and we see some social or cultural or political happening and it makes us angry or it makes us sad or it makes us distressed or confused. Don't just walk away angry, sad, distressed, and confused. Stop and take it to God. Or if we're scrolling Facebook or some other social media and we we see something that's causing division and strife and foolishness, don't just shake our heads and walk away. Take it to God. If we can reframe our media intake to where whatever it's causing us to feel, whatever it's making us think or struggle with or fight against. And this is true of other types of media too. The music we listen to, the movies we watch, the television that we intake, the books we read, whatever those things are causing to happen in us, if we just stop for a moment and we use that as an opportunity to say, I need to talk to God about this. I need to take it before him, lay it before him. If we can reframe the craziness that goes on, so that it drives us back to God as opposed to away from God or further into ourselves. Instead of bottling everything up that we feel when we read these things or see these things or watch these things, instead of bottling all that up or even worse, lashing out at other people because of how it makes us feel, if we're willing to take that to God, we're taking something, let's be honest, our our media intake, whether it be television or social media or whatever, those are habits that we already have. Mm-hmm. And if we can connect a good, positive habit of prayer to those things where our reaction to those habits is to go to God, we will strengthen our prayer life and our connection with God. Putting ourselves in a better place. You know, we will spend some time probably in this season, Noah, even talking about some on fasting, how often there's a reason why fasting is connected so often to praying, a legitimate appetite of the body. So whether it be food or, or whether it be something else, a legitimate appetite of the body, and I'm foregoing that for a temporary amount of time in order to achieve something of greater significance or good. Yeah. 
so take a fast from social media. Take a fast from fast from TV in order to devote yourself, uh, even fasting temporarily from food and just drinking juice and water for a time. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's half a day or one day, mm-hmm. whenever your body is saying, hey, I'm used to this at noon or I'm used to this at five o'clock, it's all right. Yeah. Speak to God in prayer. So just setting yourself up. And I know that's that's like prayer 401 instead of prayer 101 <laughs> when you talk about fasting for a lot of people. But the point of this is, Noah, we just want to set ourselves up to be devoted to prayer because we're devoted to our God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I've really enjoyed this study. We're just about out of time. Uh, so if you're if you're good with it, I'll go ahead and lead us in a short prayer, and, and we'll close up the episode for the day. Sounds good. Let's pray together. Let's pray. Father, we come to you, and we, we bring ourselves and our hearts and our thoughts before you, and we know that you know. You know the things that we struggle with. You know the doubts that we have. You know the things that hamper us and make it difficult for us to devote ourselves to you in prayer. And we pray for your mercy and your grace as we, as we struggle against those things, as we fight those things in order to be better servants of you and better connected to you. We pray that you give us patience with one another and patience with ourselves as we, as we try to improve in this, in this act of prayer. And we pray that we can find strength in you to block out the distractions of our busy lives and devote ourselves to you in prayer, that we can, that we can take the things in the world around us, the, the distresses we have, the frustrations we face, that we can lay them before you so that you can be our first line of defense, not, our, not ourselves, that we can find strength in you instead. We love you and we thank you that we can come to you in prayer. It's in your son's name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Paul, as those listening may notice, we're wrapping up a little earlier than we have in the past couple of seasons. And so I do want to make one short comment about that. After some discussion, Paul and I, for this season, we we wanted to keep our episodes a little bit shorter. In fact, this one is probably even a little bit longer than what we're going to do on average. Uh, we're going to be aiming to land these episodes right between that 15 and 20 minute mark. And our encouragement to you is to to continue using the time that you have to then take what we've talked about and prayed about today and really put it into practice and and really meditate on it. And so we know that if if you're listening to this and have been listening for the last couple of seasons, you're used to us going, you know, about 30 minutes. And if we're going to be going 15 to 20 minutes, our encouragement to you is take the next, you know, 10 to 15 minutes and, and pray and talk to God. And it's going to feel awkward sometimes, or it might be difficult sometimes, or you might be distracted sometimes. Set aside this time to go to God and talk to him. And we we think that that will be of greater benefit than anything we could say here on the podcast. So that's our encouragement to you. Paul, I'm really looking forward to next week. Next week, we're pulling another phrase from scripture. This week, it was being devoted to prayer, which we see that phrase in scripture. Next week, we're going to pull that, uh, that request that Jesus' disciples made, Lord, teach us to pray. And we're going to be talking about some of the things that go into that. We're, going to, we're not going to be focusing on the mechanics of prayer, but we're going to talk about sometimes 
why we struggle with these distractions and and maybe some some helpful ways that we can make our prayer uh, more effective and more beneficial. So I'm looking forward to that. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for today. For all of our listeners, we just want to stand strong and we know we'll stand even stronger when we stay steadfast in prayer. Thanks for joining us in God's Word today. We hope you'll continue to join us each week as we consider how to deepen our faith in God. Here's some good news today and even this week. With God as our foundation, we know that we can stand strong.